0: All right. Um, welcome to welcome back to a sophisticated podcast made by unsophisticated people. Today we have a guest joining us, and she is a influencer on TikTok. She has over 30k followers with 395 thousand likes, and she does various content on TikTok. From she studies dentistry and she dances, which is our passion as well. Uh, welcome, send meet. How are you?
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm good,
0: thank you. No, thank you for being here. It's an honor and to share your, you know, success on TikTok and what you do. Um, So we're going to start off with a sec. Oh, actually, I forgot. There are other <laughs> people. Um, How are you guys doing? Uh, uh, Sean.
2: I'll go first. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. So my all my term one, I, th- I think I said this before as well, all my term one exams and coursework is done. <laughs> So I've literally got like three days of just um, guilty-free relaxing until Term 2 starts. So I've nice. just been <laughs> <laughs> Uh I wish.
0: What about you, Sarthak?
3: Uh, I'm a bit stressed. If you guys can hear me clearly. Yeah, you can. I'm just yeah. a bit worried that my audio is actually going to come <laughs> out in this episode. I just um. had a huge technical difficulties. and But now it's all good. And yeah. Uh my time one just gonna start tomorrow. No, Monday, so I have a few days of relaxing, but I think I'm gonna get started early because it's gonna be a long one. Nice. And
0: what about you, Samnit? How's your day been?
1: Um my day's been really busy. I've got my assignment due, right. so yeah. gonna power through that on the weekend. I mean it's due on Thursday, but I wanna get it done by tomorrow. So that's oh, just over wow. done with. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, um, that's really hard for me too because I just wait for the deadline. I'm like, oh no. I oh, mean, I've really... had
1: it since um, like November, so oh, okay. <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. <laughs> it's not like I just got it. Oh,
0: that's fine. i it really that's...
1: slowly. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's fine. Um, so we have a segment called a fun fact segment. Originally it was um, called, uh, what was it? We had news Time. time. Mm-hmm. News Time so now we have a segment called fun fact segment um so everyone has a fact and they can like you know tell us a fact so some if you have a fact just uh we'll come back to you uh let you think for a bit and a really cool
2: done. dentistry or a tiktok fact you know like yeah exactly that'll be awesome
1: just yeah. a random fact or a fact about me
2: just random and, f- no a random fact any a fact. random fact i don't know we have like 500 that
0: last that's, that's I don't know, some fact like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, This is off go first.
3: All right, that's, that's great. I'm first both days now. Um, <laughs> so when I say iPhone, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Apple. Apple, all right. Uh, Sean,
2: um, all right, it's
3: going to be Apple for everyone, isn't
2: it? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, I, I guess so... Steve Jobs. I'll change it to that.
3: Steve Jobs, okay, yeah creative samnit are you an android user or ios user
1: um, ios ios
0: yeah
3: oh so you know the iphone has like exploded in success it's like especially the iphone 4 it was one of the best-selling products not just a phone but products of all time and it's pretty cool to know that iphone was actually originally not by apple it was by a company called Cisco. if you've heard of it
1: okay oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i've that company yeah
3: uh it's like an american tech and watch and they do uh, various things and um so they actually put out uh, a sort of like a device where you can talk on skype without actually using your computer and they called it an iphone and then just 22 days later uh steve jobs did that famous keynote uh to release the iphone and uh, of course cisco sued apple for trademark infringement and then the lawsuit was settled outside of court because if you know Steve Jobs, like I, I've read a bio, his biography and stuff. He's very adamant. He's like an adamant kid. Once he wants something, he will not stop. So he probably, like, wanted iPhone even if they had it. And he went with it. And he probably paid them millions at the end. So it was a win-win situation at the end. Because I can't mm-hmm. imagine why iPhone would be called other than iPhone.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Over. Yeah, that's my
3: fun fact.
0: Yeah. What about you, Prashan? Um. <clears throat> so... If you guys,
2: um, you know, we all have had Pringles in our lives. There's a reason yep. they don't call it chip, uh, Pringles chip, is because um, Pringles is actually not made from thinly sliced potatoes like normal crisps, so they don't, like, th- slice a potato and then fry it. They actually mm-hmm. get potato flakes, and then they compress it into, you know, the shape, oh. the oval, like a parabolic shape, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Um,
2: that's how every Pringle is exactly the same shape, same consistency and the same like uh texture it's because they actually compress flakes together to make the chip instead of frying it as a potato wow. slice
0: it's really addictive as well But <laughs> uh, once you open a can you can't uh yeah like... no, you have to eat the whole can what's, exactly.
1: what's, what's
0: does... your
3: favorite flavors guys uh. salt,
0: and vinegar.
1: salt and
3: vinegar you're like my brother
0: <laughs> my uh i, I like ready soda i like to stay a little bit, uh, yeah. original yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm pretty vanilla. I'm Ray really Salt as well.
3: I think I like the Texas barbecue. It's like a craving.
0: Caribbean... It's nice flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go. Um, so uh, recently, last episode, we I was ranting about, you know, pollution or not. Um, so I found a fact this time, and guess how many trees are being cut down in a minute? So there are like approximately, hundred acres or hundred acres cut down. Uh, trees cut down per minute So that's around 2000 trees per minute And around 140 species Of the rainforest and like That includes plants and animals 140 go extinct in a day Um oh, hey. well,
3: was, uh,
0: Yeah Extinct? So, yeah extinct In a day In a day <laughs> <laughs> how,
3: how,
1: well, I, I don't even have any words for that I
3: mean I think like <laughs> When we think of species, we think of like big walking animals or plants, but like it can also be those tiny sort of, you know, yeah. organisms living in Amazon rainforests that still haven't even been discovered. Exactly, like includes those, yeah.
0: Little mushrooms or like I yeah, don't know yeah. some Anything. bugs, but 140 species a day and around 2,000 trees per minute, per trees. minute. that is crazy.
1: Crazy,
0: yeah. Um, some neat. Have you had a fact?
1: yeah kind of i don't think they're gonna be as elaborate as yours but um something that you probably anika you might know this um do you guys know like the percentage of patients that don't turn up to their appointments it was like a 319 survey i actually don't know
3: about this general doctors or dentists yeah yeah for
1: like dentists for dentists like
3: Uh, probably like i would say
1: if you were to take a guess, what would you think? Like maybe... 30%? I would
0: say 60. 60, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it's actually 50. So oh, wow. like Half, Yeah, it's
0: 50%. That's a lot of money.
1: That's a lot of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: Which is really bad, that half that the population is... is not turning up to their dental oh, yes.
2: Are we talking about just general checkup or actual um, scheduled?
1: Uh, I think it was just in general. So just generally patients booking in to see the dentist
0: just 50 percent don't turn up yeah i went I, w- I was working uh not working i went to work ex- uh, work placement at uh, i think it was hammersmith hospital oh yeah uh, during my gcse times mm-hmm. and they were like for each patient that does not turn up for let's say for the operation
1: mm-hmm.
0: it cost them around 400 pounds per bed
1: Four
0: hundred pounds. Yeah, so that includes like the consultant salary, the nurses' salary, everything included. Uh, yeah. Four hundred pounds per night, which they don't turn up because obviously they book the bed for like several nights.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, it's really, really bad. It's probably uh,
1: worse in COVID as well.
0: Exactly. It's a lot
1: of money. It's probably a lot more patients that are
2: not turning up. Are yeah, there any repercussions so. for um you not turning up to your appointment
0: apart from yeah, just being so told off? Uh, your appointment obviously gets delayed so um, you go right at the back if it's not severe and if it's not then uh, there'll be repercussions on the NHS itself like, no but
2: for the for the person themselves
1: the how like what they need doing yeah. so say if they've got decay in their mouth they know say they know that they've got decay in their mouth they have they're in pain mm-hmm. if they don't turn up for some reason they're gonna be in pain longer and then infection can spread further so yeah
2: uh, I was thinking in terms of, like, monetary, like, if you're, like, a serial um, not-goer to your appointment, do you get, like, fined? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. um, <laughs>
1: actually, if you don't turn up, like, three times, I think the dentist has the right to refuse treatment and send you off.
0: Oh, okay. Aww. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so that was the fun fun fact segment. Uh, We're going to move on to our sponsorship, which is at please take away
3: yeah sure uh so this episode is kindly sponsored and brought to you by uh thankfully if you remember our guest uh kathan um he's really helped us and set this up for us and it is sponsored by mak aviation uh which if you remember ice helicopters they are kind of like a similar brand and they've you know thankfully through uh kathan we've got this collaboration
0: and we'll talk more at the end yep um thank you to mak aviations all right now let's get to the actual podcast itself um Sammy, this will be a surprise for you but there's gonna be a quick fire question uh, we- <laughs> <laughs> there's there's only gonna be 10 but i could not come up with a pun um does anyone have a pun for this
2: uh usually when we have like quick fire questions we kind of change it so um for the pilot who came we called it the spitfire questions um for (laughs) yeah for the taekwondo um champion we called it the kick starter question yeah Um, and again we've racked our brains trying to think of one for uh what we do for your dentist dash tiktoker dash influencer so i mean if you have see
3: if we can make one up before the end of the podcast
0: that's our aim We'll keep it in our heads, but All right, I'll try. Uh, Prashan, <laughs> Okay. Push on. Okay. So, I'm gonna ask you s- some quick fire questions, and you have to answer it one word or like a uh, just like you know, you like know a short phrase. That. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> go for
2: it. Yes. Yeah, so Are you ready?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry.
2: It's not that hard. It's. <laughs> it's not. A... <laughs> okay. Question one: Best chocolate. Galaxy. Pineapple and pizza? Yes or no?
1: No, not for me. But I, I'm not opposed to it, I guess.
2: Favorite car or favorite car brand?
1: Oh, Audi, hundred percent Audi.
2: Best place you've visited in London?
1: <laughs> not many. <laughs> um, Mayfair, actually. No, I went to Mayfair.
2: Uh your favorite street food, like type or, or like um, that kind of general.
1: Mm. I haven't really had a lot of street food, you know. Mm. Actually, one that I did try. Do you know what Vada Pav is? I tried that one time. Yeah, Yeah. I quite like that. So that was quite interesting.
2: Uh, Colgate (laughs) Oral-B. Oral-B.
1: That's weird because I've got an Oral-B toothbrush and I've got a Colgate toothpaste. I'm just going to say Colgate.
2: A uh, bit controversial, but your go-to fizzy drink.
1: Um, Pepsi Max. <laughs> uh,
2: most addictive app on your phone.
1: TikTok, hundred percent TikTok.
2: Worst tube line in London. Worst what? Tube line, Underground tube line. A
1: tube line. I don't even take. I honestly, I don't even travel that much in into London. I either take the car or because I only
2: take the Piccadilly line so I wouldn't know the answer to that one. Fair enough,
1: yep. And the that last have been
2: one. That could a good answer. <laughs> Piccadilly line. <laughs> Piccadilly line, second. <laughs> and last, um, the best genre of music. r mm, R&B. Thank you very much. Nice. That concludes our uh not named yet quick fire round. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, that was yeah, that was a uh, quick fire questions. And uh, now we're going to move on to the actual questions. Um, these are the longer questions where we, you know, discuss what, uh, the questions. Um, so the first question <laughs> we would like to ask you is, uh, people who don't know who you are, um, is who is Samni Chahal? Like, who are you?
1: Such a broad question, but, um, I mean, for anyone kind of listening, honestly, I'm just a normal fourth year dental student. I love dancing and I'm lucky a little bit obsessed with social media. Just just a little bit. Um, TikTok in particular, um, I didn't think I'd be into it. But once I started it, I couldn't stop. And sometimes I find myself being on the app for three hours.
0: (laughs) No, but then you say uh, you're, but you have managed social media very well. Like you build up an audience, um, quite a big audience. And I've joined a few uh, live streams as well. And people actually ask you about dental (laughs) questions. (laughs)
1: Yeah, they do. And
0: um, it's quite amazing how you interact with your fans. Um, Like, how do you feel about that? Like, did you imagine, okay, I'm going to be a TikTok, you know, influencer and maybe this would happen?
1: I mean, at the beginning, um, honestly, I started TikTok as a complete whim. I didn't I didn't have a clue about the app. I think it was actually my sister who had the app first. And she was like, oh my God, TikTok is amazing. And then I was like, oh no. Nah. I was one of those like anti-TikTokers. I was like, mm, it's not for me. <laughs> and then I got onto it and I started watching videos and I was like, you know what? I could probably make a couple of these. So I started off like with like the don't rush challenge and like a couple of dance videos. And I was like, okay, they're actually getting decent views. So I started expanding my kind of content yeah. and I started getting like a lot more views and then I just I just found it fun to be honest and then the dancing dentist came. Um I actually wanted to make that dance page since I was in second year at uni because I've been dancing like my whole life. So that was something I did want to get into professionally. Um and then I haven't really seen like a dancing dentist like properly, like a proper page on Instagram. So I decided to make that. And here we are now.
0: <laughs> nice. It's been quite a big journey. Um so so your TikTok journey, did it stop? So how was your journey before TikTok? Was it during COVID time or was it before COVID?
1: Yes, yeah, so it was actually during lockdown. So I think okay. we went into lockdown in March. Um and then in May I think I started to do TikTok purely out of boredom,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. out
1: of boredom <laughs> yeah. and it actually turned into quite a big kind of career if you yeah. want to say um and I feel like now I have quite a big following on there not as huge but like it's decent following um and I feel like that helps me get more followers to my Instagram account mm. it's very good
0: <laughs> yeah so what was your routine like before you know TikTok um so how was your okay imagine you're there how was your day before TikTok like how was it scheduled
1: yeah how was it scheduled um so obviously I was in third year at the time um as you can imagine quite busy with work um lots of 9am lectures lots of 9am clinics um not much time for anything else like during the day like between nine and five um but when I came home I'd chill for a bit and then have dance almost every day because I was part of a dance team with the university called Indian Dance Society Um, and I was also getting to be a part of the Bangla team as well so I was actually captain of the dance society at the time so at the time I was teaching um, routines for performances Um, we were preparing for a competition but that didn't go ahead because of COVID which is unfortunate and I also took part in Just Bollywood. I don't know if you've heard of Just Bollywood. It took place in Imperial, so I did that in second year. Um, and I really wanted to do TBS, like the Bangla Showdown this year, but COVID kind of messed it up, so I didn't get the chance to do that. But yeah, it's lots of work, lots of dancing. Yeah. Um,
2: and yeah, so it's well, you've said it, it's clear that um you like do a lot of um South Asian dancing, but do you like um explore other? genres of dancing
1: yes so um I do a lot of fusion dancing so I kind of combine like hip-hop into like my bhangra my Bollywood dancing um also last year I did a couple of pieces of contemporary dancing um which was quite new to me um just the way they kind of move I wasn't really sure but um I think I picked it up quite nicely and I like to incorporate some of those steps into my fusion dances as well sometimes
2: um sorry did you say contemporary dancing yeah, contemporary um, could, dancing. Could you know a little bit more about what that means and like um so
1: <laughs> with contemporary dancing it's more like flowy, so I would show you but no one would be able to uh. see. Is um, it like
0: ballet kind of?
1: Not ballet. So ballet is a lot more like on your toes, whereas contemporary okay. is like moving your arms and moving your legs like with the flow okay. of the music. Right. Um in very like big kind of ways, a lot of floor work, stuff like that.
2: So mm-hmm. is it the ones where they're just like um
1: Drop, drop to
0: the floor and then start like doing yeah. shapes on the floor oh, okay yeah shapes and
1: stuff yeah yeah
0: okay yeah. it's very emotional like it is yeah i've seen people cry uh, on tv shows obviously yeah, yeah uh, it's when beautiful. People...
1: i love that genre
0: yeah the,
3: the best way to describe it, it's like you get lost in the music right with contemporary yeah. like completely to the music mm-hmm.
1: and it's very different like from the words like... Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. very different from like bhangra dancing, where you're just you just have to put a smile on whatever you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love bhangra. Like I'm not like I'm I'm Gujarati, so for yeah. the main thing for us is garba. Oh
1: yeah, but I love bhangra,
0: bhangra dance. I I whenever even in the club. I just bust it out it's you just so fun that. to do
1: obligatory move on the floor where you're like jumping up and down
0: yeah exactly and um it's not just hands in there i actually like fully go down yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: it's it's just amazing <laughs> uh, my friends have a few videos of me doing that and i was like and what
1: <laughs> i want to see <laughs> um
0: but yeah, and how did TikTok, like, you know, affect you after? Like, uh, obviously, you third year, you said you had like so much things to do. How did you manage to put TikTok um, into that schedule?
1: So at the start, when I did it in May, I think all my exams were pretty much finished by then. So this was like post-exam season anyway. Oh, right. um And then after that, we had just a few lectures like online on Zoom. And so it was quite easy to fit TikTok around that. So I had a lot of free time. And, um, and then I just kind of grew it. And I had so much time over the summer, like obviously lockdown, didn't have much going on. I could just kind of get lost in editing my videos and tampering around with TikTok, um, obviously with the help of like, my sister and my brother, because they both had the app and they knew more about the editing, <laughs> um, which is funny, because now they don't really post as much. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well wow. It was quite a weird year this year because uh, obviously exams, it was like, I feel like they were non-existent.
1: They were. I mean, I don't know what it was like for you, but our exams, we had a whole week to do them. For, so wow. it, yeah Just a week? We a whole, yeah. Do you mean just a week? <laughs> a whole week is a long time to do the exams. Um, we oh, had, oh,
0: one exam for a week?
1: Um, I think it was, it was two exams for a whole week, yeah.
0: That's a a very very long long time.
1: time. Whereas now, when I just had my exam on Tuesday, we had, so we had the whole day to do it, but it was a half an hour time slot. So you could do it at any point. But once it started, you had half an hour, which I think is better than having the whole week because it's so easy for people to, you know, cheat and stuff.
0: I had like 25 minutes to do my biology questions and um, I fluked hard and I passed. (laughs) And I was so relieved because... We have a system of like, if you don't pass the module, we can go to the next year if you have enough credits. But if mm-hmm. if I fail, um, I can't do a certain subject uh, next year. So if I fail biology, I wouldn't be able to do histology.
1: Oh, oh so you have separate modules like that. that all, yeah, of yeah. Our, all of our exams here are kind of combined. So all of our topics yeah. are combined into like one multiple choice question paper or one short answer paper.
0: Yeah, for us is like, it's a headache, So a big headache. <laughs> But we're getting through, we're getting through.
2: Uh, since we're on the topic um, of university, um, I know this is like a really hot button issue, but where do you stand on the whole tuition fees should be reduced or cut?
1: Um, I definitely think that they should be reduced a little bit just because online teaching is it's not the same. I know universities are trying their best um, to provide as good like online remote learning as they can. But it's it's not the same. Like, you can't ask questions in the same way. And not gonna lie, I feel like a lot of people on online lectures, they don't listen anyway. Yeah. Whereas, you know, back in the day when we could, as if I'm saying back in the day as if it was <laughs> back that in- long ago, <laughs> back then, you'd actually be forced to go to the lectures. So you are yeah. kind of forced to listen. Whereas, like, in online lectures, even I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I just sit there with my laptop open and I'm, I'm not paying attention half the time guilty as charged but I'll go back and look at it afterwards because it is recorded anyway so
0: mm.
3: it's that uh interaction isn't it like mm-hmm. uh that you get in face-to-face teaching that yeah. and building relationship with the teacher like exactly. getting to know them them getting to know you
1: right now we're just like a screen you know but yeah I never asked what do you um Prashant and Sathe, what do you guys do at uni
2: uh, Sean, I do computer was? science
1: okay
3: and I do pharmacy, so nice. yeah. You're all a brainy bunch then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. no, with
3: a unprepared, unsophisticated bunch.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, last-minute stuff. It still hasn't s- settled in because sixth form was such a such yeah. a fun time, and now university is just like whoa, things are coming from left and right, and like, we don't know what to do.
1: I feel but,
0: that. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, South,
3: okay yeah sure um so you said how you wanted to start this sort of like your dancing dentist in the second year but you know thankfully due to lockdown and stuff it helped you get more time for it but do you think like uh how big of a role has tiktok played? do you think you would have achieved the same sort of success if it was just through instagram or youtube
1: um well YouTube, it's just, that was a flop for me. I didn't even bother with that, (laughs) if I'm (laughs) honest. Um, I did post a couple of videos on there, but um, I wasn't really like in tune with it. I didn't really know how it worked as well. Um, I think think that TikTok and Instagram are definitely more my platforms. But in terms of like my Instagram account, I definitely think TikTok has helped to push followers towards the Instagram account because they're linked. Um, I feel like I could have gotten to the same kind of goal, because I'm nearly on, I think 6k on my Instagram now, I think I could have gotten there, but probably would have been a lot slower if I didn't have my TikTok account, um, just because I know a lot of followers go from TikTok and I post a lot more on TikTok. Probably if I didn't have that account, um, I would post a lot more on Instagram to boost engagement, but at the moment, yeah, TikTok does keep the flow going. (laughs)
3: I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I've never used TikTok. I get, like, shared uh, TikToks through Anikad and many people, but uh, I've been avoiding getting it because I know I'll be addicted to it because I'm already yeah. addicted to Instagram, so you will that's be addicted. my go-to one. Yeah, but um, what, what's, who are some of your favorite TikTokers? Like, who do you enjoy watching or look forward to, like, when they release a
1: video? Um, I don't know if you've heard of Manrika Kyra. She is – okay, it's just because she's – absolutely hilarious she does not give a shit about what she says and (laughs) she's always got like the funniest content on tiktok um so i love watching her um and also have you heard of bash the entertainer no okay he's he's hilarious all he does is just make funny sounds and it just (laughs) (laughs) so um he says he's like the ceo CEO of like imitating sounds and he, he absolutely cracks me up honestly but yeah, those are like my two
3: kind of favorite TikTokers at the moment. I've I've seen one. I've seen a lot, actually, on Instagram, like, uh, but I can't refer them to her names because some of them aren't tagged. But there's this oh, one yeah. girl who acts like her mom, and she's like the daughter, and she's like a blonde girl. I think I find her videos quite funny.
1: Okay. It's like uh,
3: what the mother does and then what the child does. But yeah, that's just <laughs> one thing that came to my head. Is it the one there's with the,
2: um, the child as edited voice?
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah i think i've seen a few of them flying yeah
3: and there's a there's like this guy who uses that uh, the wavy voice uh filter um yeah uh yeah it's it's pretty cool i can't lie if i did get it i'll be on it all day so that's why i'm avoiding <laughs> it very hard um but yeah da- dancing dentist have you heard of this some guy called uh singing dentist mm-hmm. you probably he's, have yeah he's very that's, big
1: yeah that's, you that's guys <laughs> I wish I'd be so honored if he would collaborate with me I think it's like he, so his his singing videos are like funny and goofy that's why like everyone loves them and like I would yeah. not collab with him one day if he obviously let me
3: <laughs> I think like the the one that blew up the most was his shape of you rendition if yeah, I remember. yeah that's when I got to know him like two three years ago even yeah. so it was it was really funny
1: Hundred yeah. percent. I like that one as well. <laughs> He's just come out with a new kind of dance thing. It wasn't really a dance, like a little. <laughs> it's not. It's not like a proper dance, but it made me laugh. I was. I was thinking of kind of duetting it and just posting it just for the fun of it. Because why not?
3: <laughs> I'm sure yeah. if you if you did tag him, like I'm sure he would reach out. Like he seems Maybe. like a really nice guy.
1: Maybe <laughs> he has like responded to a couple of my comments on his post before. So oh wow! Hopefully. Yeah.
2: Soon, soon. Soon. i think i think we should uh help arrange this you know cool. and... can i go for
1: it <laughs>
3: we'll
0: try we'll try our best
3: i'm guessing i it, it, it'll be difficult but it won't be impossible like we got uh aram core to be here like thanks to annika which was yeah. impossible in our head but it <laughs> happened so yeah aram's actually really
1: nice um i don't know her personally but she always like whenever I, would, like, pop up to her stories. she's always, like, messaging back. So she's always really responsive on her stories, which is great. Yeah,
3: yeah she's really supportive of the South Asian community. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, supporting, like, you know, yeah, she's really cool and entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Um, she had, Have you used her hair, hair oil?
1: I haven't personally used hair, hair oil just because it's a bit pricey. I'm still a student, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's one thing I do want to invest in.
3: But at the moment, I just use argan oil. It's cheap. But, yeah, just another question to follow up, like what you said earlier with Annika, like how important do you think in general dancing has been? Like, you know, everyone has a de-stressing thing that they can get lost in. So what's dancing for you?
1: Yeah, dancing is exactly that. It's something that, I feel like if I'm having a bad day, I'll just whack on some tunes. And you, Annika, I don't know if you've ever seen in my lives, I would just sit there and vibe to music and dance to music, like just run around my room. That's literally all I do. Um, and if, like, say I'm in a really good mood or even in a bad mood, I'll, yeah, I'll just whack on some tunes and just, I don't know, do a bit of bhangra in my room just by myself. Like, why not? <laughs> or even choreo some dance routines as well, because um, I'm always in need for some more content. So why not?
2: Where did your um, interest for dancing stem from? Like, I'm sure there was some kind of childhood memory attached to it.
1: Um. Well, growing up, I always used to watch Bollywood movies with my family. So I kind of got into dancing through that. And then at school, they offered Indian dance lessons. So then I started going to them and I just really enjoyed them. So I, was, I think I started when I was in like year two. So I must have been about seven or eight uh-huh. at the time. Um, And then... Actually, in secondary school, I did stop for quite a while and I went more down the athletic route and like the sports route. So I did a lot of um, sports back in school, Um, but I really loved dancing still. So at uni, I joined like three dance societies and became captain of the Indian Dance Society, which was great Um, and decided to just take it professionally. So. I have a few like collabs coming up. Um obviously I had some dance performances during COVID, but they all got kind of cancelled. So um that was a bit of a pain. But yeah, hopefully I can do more collabs in the future and even some like dance videos, music videos. Um I've been approached by a couple of people, so hopefully they go through.
0: <laughs> hopefully no, it, will it will happen. Just believe.
2: Um I would... believe. <laughs> Would you say your, um, I don't know how to phrase this properly, uh, would you say the, not necessarily genre, but has your dancing gone through an evolution over the years?
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, so obviously when I was little, it was probably purely Bollywood. Um, and then when I started university, that was when I kind of broadened my dance skills. So I started off with Bollywood and then... Bhangra was kind of always in my blood. I'm Punjabi. It's just always there. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. So I just decided to kind of venture out with bhangra a bit more. Um, this year I was actually supposed to be the bhangra dance captain, but there's no cap- there's no society at the moment because of COVID. So nothing's really been happening. Um, so hopefully I'll just I'll just do that next year instead. Um, But yeah, obviously, like I was saying earlier, like contemporary, I tried to do some of that last year. Um, I do more fusion dancing as well with hip hop. And I've also taken up belly dancing. Um, I've tried to do some of that. It's actually really hard. I feel like people don't give it enough credit. It's a real ab workout. (laughs) (laughs) It really hurts my abs every time I do it, but it's really fun. So yeah.
0: I tried once, like you know, I was watching a video, <laughs> about, like a David Dobrik video, and then this guy started belly dancing. So I'm like, how is this guy doing it? I tried it, couldn't. Have, impossible. <laughs> it's just literally, I, I'm just moving side to side, but it's it's <laughs> too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's you mentioned Bollywood? What's your best Bollywood, like favorite Bollywood movie? Like
1: favorite Bollywood
0: movie? Oh, there's a lot. Um, oh, and and yeah. favorite Bollywood. Um, Actor
1: and actress. Oh, okay. Actor and actress is easy. That's um, Ramvis Singh and Deepka Padukone. They're just uh-huh. my all-time favourite. Okay, no, and Siddharth <laughs> Mahatra as well. I have to add <laughs> him <a bit. laughs> um, And um And with Bollywood movies, I have to go with Gopi Kushi, Gopi Gun. That's just the all-time classic. Oh, uh, it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You, you just about, have to see it. What
3: about you, Anika, since we're Whoa. on the topic?
0: Um, my all-time favorite Bollywood movie would be Three Idiots. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's
3: the
1: movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, actor, I don't know. Actress probably Deepika Padukone. Uh, actor probably, ooh. Is there so many DJs Americans Amir up there, runway saying Um, who else is there? Ah, uh, no, no. Do you?
3: What's or, his name? I mean, What's
0: his name? Oh, I forgot.
3: Oh. Light
0: Ricky Motion. No, no. Um Ty- uh,
3: Tigers DC. Oh yeah, Tiger Shaw.
0: Um I'll get back to it, but what's your <laughs> stuff like What's
3: what's mine's? Uh I've been a fan of someone kind since I can remember, so I just have to say him. I know there's questions on his acting ability, but the man has got swag even at fifty-five. Yeah, yeah, um yeah and uh, in terms of like actress I've noticed like once I was really young I was in love with Priyanka Chopra and then I had a phase of like Katrina kef and now like I
1: think I
3: think it's probably Disha Patney right now like yeah.
1: <laughs> do you know uh, what do you know a lot of people keep calling me Disha Patney on my TikTok and I have no clue <laughs> why because I don't think I look like her at all maybe it was because I posted one with like really curly hair like she has in all of her dance videos but
3: People kept telling me that I look like
1: her and I'm just like Really? <laughs> it's a compliment. It.
0: It's a compliment. Just yeah. take it. Just no, take it's it. a big compliment. She's there. <laughs> <laughs> um I got mine. It's
1: Aishman Karana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty uh, good.
0: his movies are He's just really amazing.
3: Good. Yeah. But, yeah. And in terms of favorite movie, I like like you said, the classical, like Kobe, Kushi, Kushikabi Gump, but like, I think mine's the one that I've watched so much is probably Hamap Kirkon, which is like
1: Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, it's with Salman and uh, Madhuri. That was like, I can watch that any day of the week. Like, I probably watched it 50 times, but yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you, Prashant?
2: <laughs> That's an interesting question for me. Um, yeah, so I never had a Bollywood phase. Um, well, my parents, especially my dad, loves loves watching like bollywood stuff i mean whenever he's not doing anything he's just listening to bollywood music so the only exposure i've had is like watching it with him um yeah so i i don't know if i don't really have a favorite because i know i'm watching it but um i can't really tell what's happening or um it's not really the interest is not really there so i don't really have a Mm. favorite bollywood movie or actress actress anything like that
0: you know what? i'm gonna expose Prashant. um (laughs) Somebody, Do you like horror movies?
1: I love horror movies.
0: So Prashant, right? <laughs> when we go to the movies, uh, horror film. So once we went to the Conjuring. Oh no, not oh, this yeah. story! I'm, I'm sitting next to him, and <laughs> so I'm just watching the film, and there's like a scare scene, scary scene coming up. <laughs> I look to it, towards him because I know he's scared of like scary films, and he's wearing his headphones, and <laughs> he's looking down, <laughs> eating. Doing a film. Oh. That is what he does in movies. And um, I think once or a few times he just falls asleep. He just sleeps in the movie.
1: How can he fall asleep with all the like the loud noises in there? Okay, so it's yeah. Especially in, my... in horror movies, they they just like have a loud bang somewhere in the movie.
2: So in my defense, I did not want to go to the movie at all. I, I made it very clear from the start, like, no, I'm not going to a horror movie I'm not. and somehow I got roped in. I don't know what happened. And I'm I said I said to everyone beforehand, I'm not gonna watch it, I'm not gonna watch it. So um I they they dragged me in, I sat down, okay, there was no you know how horror movies most of the scary part happens like around the mid to end part.
1: Yeah.
2: Um it was fine, right? I was like, Yeah, my heart can take this and then all of a sudden, like, you know, the eerie sound started playing, um, you know, this the stairs started creaking, and I'm like, "Nope, nope, no, 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 no." <laughs> I uh, take out my phone, put my headphones in, I start listening to music, and um, when I when you can tell a scary moment's about to happen, I just look down. That was that's the context behind that. Oh
1: bless! What type of um, movies are you into then?
2: <sighs> okay, so this is this is a very um like uncommon opinion, but I don't really like movies. I know, I know, it's weird. Um
1: that way!
2: I'm the type of person who, if I'm not mentally engaged, or, like, if I'm not, like, doing something, I'm not, like, taking an active role in activity, I just uh, get bored very easily. So I'm, like, a very hands-on person, I guess you could say. And the reason, as I said before, I fall asleep sometimes in movies is because you, you don't really have a very active role when watching a movie. You're just consuming it. So, um, like... If the movie doesn't have any action action scene or like anything big happening, I've, I literally just zone out and potentially sometimes just fall asleep.
1: Oh, that's fair enough. Though. Potentially.
0: Uh,
3: or or he ruins it for his friends when he like reads all the yeah. you know he reads like,
0: Avengers he reads, see beforehand. And then uh, he tells us, like, "Oh, this guy is like this. This is gonna happen, and it, like ruins the movie."
1: <laughs> that is my pet peeve when someone ruins a movie for me. <laughs> I mean, to be
3: fair, he does it when he gets annoyed. If you don't, if you treat him like royalty that week, he will leave you alone. But if you don't, <laughs> he will get you.
2: It's it's just this it's power play one. thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my uh, weird fact about me i don't like movies all <laughs> 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 uh, right
0: um so pashaun um yeah what's up i think the question All oh, right. um yeah i'll take over so
2: we've you've briefly talked about you balancing your um you know the tiktok with the work and like school work um do you have like a like a cheat sheet on how to do it maybe like for people who are trying to do it themselves
1: I feel like time management is something that everyone asks me. And it's low key all over the place, but I do try to keep it as organized as possible. So it's it's not like a, a set routine, like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not a set routine where I wake up, I'll film, eat, work. You know what I mean? It's not set like that. Um, obviously, at the moment, it's based a lot around uni. So if I do have uni that day, I'll probably focus more on uni for the rest of that day, and then maybe film at night um, with TikTok. Um, Whereas if I've got the day off, for example, like the weekend, the weekend, I'll probably start off by filming. um, But I'll always make sure I do majority of my work before I do anything else. That's one thing I do have to stress to people like don't obviously everyone procrastinates if it just is what it is, but work always comes first. So, um, I like to just keep lists. I actually, I wrote a list on the podcast for today as well. So I love making lists, um, just on like topics that I don't know, I want to achieve by the end of the week. Um, i like, I always have post-it notes on my desk, like all my deadlines so that I can just take them off and just chuck them away once I finished. So definitely getting organized and using the calendar on my phone is a big help because then say if I want to collab with someone or someone wants to collab with me, um, I always write that down on my phone and then set a reminder so that it makes an alarm so I don't forget that I've got that uh, to do during the week. Um, But yeah, I I try to be as organized as possible, but obviously sometimes you're not feeling it that day and (laughs) stuff happens and it just is what it is. But don't let that kind of dishearten you and just one day won't set you back like it's okay to have that kind of rest day just for yourself i feel like everyone needs that rest day
2: um so i'm sure many dentists are gonna listen to this podcast do you have any tips for uh dentistry students who are like you know starting off or haven't gone to the whole rhythm yet
1: um i say first year is probably the year to find how you do your notes Uh, For me, I like making notes, just literally rote learning them on a piece of paper. Some people like doing flashcards, some people like drawing diagrams. I kind of do a bit of everything. Um, Flashcards really didn't work for me, um, but I love doing like diagrams, so that's what worked for me. But that's the year that you can definitely figure out what you like and definitely try and do all of all of your lectures early as early as you can um just to save you obviously stress during exam season it's not always possible i feel like everyone procrastinates but um if you try and kind of set a good routine like say do your work during the day and then in the evening you can do whatever you like after that that's definitely a good routine and for dentistry in general it depends on your university so with my university um we had clinics from first year and then we got to start treating patients in second year. So it was very intense quite early on. So definitely know what your university does before you obviously apply. Um and when you get to university, just make sure you keep on top of everything.
2: Yeah. That's a very
0: well said answer. <laughs> and,
1: um
0: regarding regarding of, you know, I think this this might be um so regarding TikTok or social media anyway obviously being a sir is, is having a huge following obviously brings some kind of negativity to the videos or to the content that you make um and over the time social media has been such a huge part of our lives and it's it's you know it's a go-to how do you manage to deal with this kind of negativity uh, that you receive or if you don't receive um how do you think you would
1: i mean at the start i didn't think i would get as much negativity as i do it's not obviously in the general scheme of things it's not anything compared to all the good comments that i do get um and that's one thing i do kind of keep in the back of my mind that i do get a lot of good comments as opposed to negative comments but if i do get the odd comment I just try and brush it off because at the end of the day they're taking time out of their day to post mm. something negative on my comment they'll probably yeah. sit there and think about it for about 10 seconds and then they'll move on to the next video um and they're just keyboard warriors probably just wanting clout at the end of the day um especially on TikTok, loads of people like um just throwing shade and then other people will like it and so on that that comment will get clout um i honestly just delete half of them because i don't need them in my post and they don't really bother me as much as they did at at the start they definitely did um there's one comment i think the first hate comment that i got because it was um targeted more at my instagram so they came from my tiktok but then they commented on my instagram there was one and someone took their time to send like a huge paragraph, just slating me, not even like my content, me, like as a person, I think that was the one comment that really hit home. Um, But after that, I think, you know what, you're taking time out of your day to do this. I feel honoured that you're doing that. (laughs) So um, yeah, I just kind of brush it off um, as best as I can. Obviously, it it does get to you sometimes. There are points, especially if you're having a bad day as well um because everyone has bad days and then you open your phone and you read something like that it can kind of put you in a really bad mood um so on those days that's where my dancing comes in that's where my stress relief comes in um i love cooking as well so i'll just cook myself something nice as well just to put me in a better mood but yeah that's how i really deal with all the negative comments Mm.
0: speaking of cooking what's your Oh, self-explanatory.
3: That's right. You know the these two basically call me the the cheesy quotes guy, but like Simon Sinek, if you know who he is, he's a really cool sort of like um, self-help guru kind of guy. He, he has a saying that don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from, which is exactly like what you said. You know, people are spending time when you, just take it as a compliment and just move mm-hmm. on. Exactly. Like uh, usually, people who hate on others are they're not I wouldn't say beneath you as a person but in terms of skill level they want to be where you are that's why they're just hating on you rather than trying hard to get there themselves
1: Mm -hmm. that's what everyone says to me as well they said that um they're probably just jealous of things that you've achieved because people don't like to see you doing well and that's That's all that it is yeah
0: but as you said like converting that negativity into a positive thing it's um I think it's a skill to learn for whoever's starting up or whoever's you know on the social media side because um, that that particular area of uh i would say life because it's part of our lives now has a big impact on a person and um just don't take it harsh just just brush it off as somebody said
1: especially but, with everything like in social media you hear about all these celebrities kind of yeah. obviously committing suicide and stuff like that exactly. over- um comments that have been made. Like obviously, you know the Love Island stars, a couple of them committed suicide because of all the comments that they were getting. Um mental health is so important these days. So like it's important for anyone who's feeling like that. Obviously it's easiest of than to just brush it off. But there are a lot of support services that you can go to. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Um I think Annika was gonna ask you this, uh I'll ask on his behalf. Like what do you cook and like what, what's your favourite yeah. like cooking uh, food sorry what's your favorite food
1: um I cook a lot of Indian food I do yes. cook, like it... <laughs> I cook I cook English food as well but on the main I don't know if um I don't know if you've ever seen in my TikTok or like on my story I, I made pagoda yesterday so that's like one thing I really love to cook because it's just easy and simple to make but I think my favorite dish to cook is like um just like a normal chicken curry but with a lot of spice in it um um, I can cook anything Indian to be fair. Name it, I'll probably cook it.
3: <laughs> Especially Pakora in the rain is like another feeling. <laughs> like that combination
1: is In amazing. the rain. As in, like, yeah. when As it's like when, when it's raining. When it's <laughs> raining, when it's raining. Not yeah, in the yeah. rain. <laughs> he just cooks
2: um, up you... he he like looks at the forecast, sees rain and starts cooking
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Start cooking pakoras yeah. outside.
2: <laughs> and just steps out to his garden and just stands there eating so, it. Trust yeah. me, it
1: tastes <laughs> better. It tastes better. <laughs>
0: um, have you ever been to Punjab?
1: I have never been to India. Oh. It's somewhere that to. I do want to go. Um, we were planning on going within the next couple of years, but now it's just dependent on COVID at the moment, mm. um, but it's definitely somewhere I do want to go. Yeah. Uh,
3: and,
0: this, um,
3: have, sorry, uh, I was just going to say, like, I had this question written down, but like, you know, what's what has been one of your favorite places to visit so far?
1: Um probably Dubai just because it's so hot there I like hot weather and I like beaches um so I think it's more of like a relaxing holiday I think um not like a touristy one so for people who don't really like beachy holidays it probably isn't for them um but that's probably my favorite place to go in terms of like a beach holiday um, and
3: what about like post-covid what's somewhere that you're really excited to go like definitely you're going like No matter what happens after COVID ceases,
1: I probably want to go to Singapore. Singapore is a really nice place that I want to try Um, and even anywhere in America to be fair because I've only been to Florida um, but we actually had a holiday booked to Los Angeles and Las Vegas in August with my family which (laughs) got cancelled so I do want to try and go there again.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas but Oh, no, not with my family. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It stays forever. Yeah. Yes. Um, but um, coming back to that point, um, South, the South Asian community, uh, the representation of them recently has been, you know, growing. Um, how was it like before, you know, obviously when you were in high school, and now like how do you see any difference with the representation of the South Asian community or like is it the same or what?
1: Um, I feel like at the moment because obviously the whole protesting with the farmers and stuff is going on I feel like there's so much more awareness um, in terms of that with the South Asian community and not just from um, South Asian people like a lot of other sorts of um, people are trying to promote this, which I think is a really good thing. I think over the years, obviously high school was, how old am I now? (laughs) High school was like four or five years ago. Um, So I definitely see evolution in that and not even just for the South Asian community, just with kind of any sort of community, like obviously the BLM um, matter was going on too. Um, So I feel like we are as a society evolving, but there is still quite a long way to go, I think, with anything.
0: Um, I think it will be one of our last questions. Uh, I think Prashant just yeah. You know. So
2: our last question, we like to end it on a high usually. So um, it's a two part of questions. So the first part is you. I know you briefly talked about your short YouTube career. Uh, do you plan? Well, if you want to share with us in the public, do you have any plans to uh, expand outside TikTok and Instagram? Um, do
1: you mean in terms of like other social yeah, platforms? Yeah, like social platforms. Um. So with YouTube, I did give it a go. And I think if I get bigger on TikTok and Instagram, I might try it again. I have no plans at the moment to do so just because of how badly it flopped last time. (laughs) Um, But at the moment, probably no, maybe in the future. Okay.
2: Um, And the final question is, um, a lot of people will be listening who want to become someone like you, like influencers. Uh, what advice or what message would you give them?
1: Um, Honestly, just get up and do it. That's one piece of advice that anyone, not even just to be an influencer, just anything in life, if you want to be a business owner, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to go to the moon, I don't know, just go and do it, you know what I mean? Find something that you love and get up and do it. So everyone has something that, they're good at I feel like everyone needs to find kind of their niche um, and once you find your niche then you can start kind of making moves from there so build your own platform or um, go look at different products that might help with your brand you know what I mean so um, yeah just get up and do it and hope for the best and I feel like if you don't If you don't put in the work though then that's where it becomes a problem if you're willing to put in the effort then i feel like you can achieve anything that you put your mind to
0: yeah um yeah exactly how you said even like even education or anything else you need to put the work in to get the outcome
1: i even put a quote on my instagram that said dreams don't work unless you do and i stand for that 100 percent.
0: exactly exactly um I think there was a moment that us three started a clothing brand a few years ago. Uh, we thought of working it, it worked for a bit <laughs> and then, um, university happened. So we couldn't actually, you know, do stuff, but that will be another episode if you do about episode, but, um, yeah, does anyone have any other questions? Do you have any questions for us?
1: How did you guys start this podcast? Because it's right. a brilliant idea. And I love the way you like put the spin on it, like a sophisticated podcast hosted by three unsophisticated people. Like, I love that. I love that saying. <laughs>
0: um, so we we actually wanted to start a podcast for a really long time. And Prashant, he's really techie, um, like in terms of just you know if he sees something, he will just get it, and he's like, guys, guys, we need we need a mic. We need to start a podcast. Um, so eventually, me and Sarthak we invested in a mic, and then. It was actually during the COVID um, season when the first lockdown happened. We were like, okay, it's time now. We're going to have, we have like, you know, I think next episode or uh, there's a, we have a series about Scots Be Wild. So it's a trip to Scotland and crazy stuff happened. And we like to talk about quirky things and like crazy stuff. And um, just I listened like that. To the
1: ethical dilemmas one. That was quite funny. Uh, at the start bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so we just started to talk and um we don't really uh we're not into like okay how many followers we have or it's just you know put, putting out content and people start listening to it Uh we started there and uh, it's been going since then <laughs> um i think our chemistry is just taking us to places which is actually really helpful <laughs> for us with our podcast and whatever we do um but yeah, because we known...
1: keep it going because it's <laughs> doing well.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah. So we have like a bunch of influencers coming in. Um, Aramco obviously, one of the hugest ones to yet. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know how I'm going to match that.
0: <laughs> nah, 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 don't say
2: that. Um, just, just think of yourself as like, well, not Aramco, but you're just like a few steps behind us. So eventually you're going to reach our level yeah yeah
1: Hopefully. fingers crossed
0: <laughs> you will definitely I, no i've seen i've seen you i've seen the since i've uh contacted you and your followers on tiktok i think it's been 10 or 12k increase in your followers yeah. and that's the only space between two weeks
1: did you contact me two weeks ago wow time flies
0: <laughs> i think two weeks i don't yeah, know maybe, how long it was maybe
1: a bit longer than that probably but, yeah, roughly, but, yeah. but
0: it's probably less than a month and it's 10k uh, 12k followers and it's just crazy how much um, good work you're putting out and it's obviously helping other people to you know get off their busy lives and you know just relax and your lives funny lives <laughs> um, the is you give is just amazing um, but yeah so Arthur, do you have any questions
3: uh i don't really have questions but just to add to what you said about the podcast it's like a memory bank as well you know like to see how how we grow over the years uh just like once we're old we we always say that we want to have a farm in the future and just like have some animals and you know work together in a farm us three together we can be listening to the podcast when like 60 65 years old on a farm somewhere i
0: love and like to see how (laughs) we
3: grew uh the people that we we meet advice we get from people as well uh, such as yourself and like you know like that the human interaction still continues and yeah. that, that's that's all that this is about and in terms of the name it's just our initials and like uh sophisticated came out and then we were like we are certainly not sophisticated so it just worked perfectly
0: yeah now
3: we're just gonna run with it and also with danica said you know and what you said uh in terms of like what people you know have to work hard for their dreams but it's also very important that we do what we what we love because Mm. i think steve jobs said it best when he said um you know any rational person if he's not doing what he loves he'll want to give up very easily but if he's doing what he really does enjoy then even like he would just keep going at it like uh, elon musk right now you know everyone hated his spacex like especially astronauts and whatnot like um you know buzz ardren and neil armstrong but you know he he's he's proved everyone wrong so you know just keep going at it yeah and the clothing brand we can like once we reach a certain level we can start that again with the asp match
0: we could we
1: could
0: definitely do it um but it's been amazing to have you on and it's it's such an honor to speak to you wanted uh, me to be on the
1: podcast this is actually no. my first podcast
0: so I was oh, a bit wow. nervous. <laughs> um no it's, oh, wow. it's just a normal not too serious um but yeah it was a good time um i think we just have a few more moments to announce the sponsorship and we'll be done yeah, sure. by then um so I'll take over. yeah
3: so mac aviation again uh their flight school uh set up in uh, london elstree aerodrome which is also where kathan set up and thank you again kathan and they're basically again if you want to learn how to fly you know like be like kathan if you're really inspired by him from that episode or like you just want to like have an experience like that we did of you know going on a small plane because sitting on a four-seater plane is completely different to sitting on a jumbo boeing or airbus aircraft <laughs> so if you want to have those uh you know like experience certainly do hook up mac aviation flight school um yeah and yeah. Uh, also to some need we've also said this to our previous guests we would love to like have you again in like a year to see your journey then and what you've learned in that space as well so yeah look forward to see you see
0: you again Yeah. Um, but yeah that ends our you know Podcast for today. Um, yeah. Thank you all for
2: listening. I think we will see you in the
0: next episode.